Hey, Alain, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> ¿Cómo está, señor? This is the first time I'm doing something Instagram live. <laughs> Hello, so, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is your first time on IG? First time, first time ever. All right, so <laughs> first time for everything. Alain, so I just want to talk with you. I know you, are photo you, used to, you used to do a lot of photography. You are a photographer, you are a podcaster. But let's talk about what, what's going on with the, all the photography stuff. I think you stopped doing that because of the COVID-19 crisis. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, you have no choice. There's no more events. There's no more weddings. There's no more birthday parties, no more corporate events. So we are entrepreneurs who go and, and we don't have the right to cry and complain about what's going on we just have to adapt i mean we are artists yes. and our mission is to create to always be doing something uh creative to show the world and to help help the world heal and if i cannot do photography then i have to do something else but there's no time for tears there's no time <laughs> exactly. to lament yeah this is the job of every entrepreneur to go and create and if the creation outlet that we are doing which is in my case photography is no longer there then we have to find other creation outlets but there is no time to for sorrows yeah but at the same time it was sad for you because that photography was something that you also used that you love you love doing that you go to a lot of weddings you experiment a lot you see a lot of different cultures so when when that happened i, I saw your post on linkedin But at the same time, like you say, there's no time for crying, so you have to adapt, which is good because right now, what are you doing right now? What type of business is your stuff? Well, I started a uh, website. I started a website developing business, uh -huh. and so now I create website. But it, you know, it could have been many other things. We have this amazing invention called the internet. Exactly. Okay, and through the internet, we can reach the whole world. Exactly. And there are. The way that I thought of reaching the world was through this new outlet of creating website, which is also an artistic venue. And, and yeah, I can reach. In fact, you know what, Hugo, now that I stopped thinking locally, yeah. I'm thinking globally. Okay. So with my website creation business, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to pitch a few friends in Montreal. But then after a little bit, I said, Well, I mean, I could, I can pitch people in Toronto and Vancouver and exactly. why Canada only? Why not in the States? So now if a website in the United States call a few thousand dollars, I can, I can pitch those same individuals and offer them a, a, a website for a few hundred dollars less Canadian dollars. Yes. And I'm still more competitive than, than what they are doing over there. So, okay. uh, so that's how I, Pivot. I just so the photography business is no longer there. What is, what else is there? And this is our job as entrepreneurs. See what else is there. When I got into photography, it was an idea that was out there, and I took it. Exactly. Now that that idea is no longer there, then I have to see again what else is out there, and I I just have to go with whatever is available. This is a, a good thing that you say because um, right now there's a lot of businesses struggling and there's the internet available and they used to work, they used to do business locally but now with the internet they can expand and not only international but they can expand to the to the next city for restaurants grocery they can expand from let's say Montreal they can go to Laval they can go 
to the other cities because the internet helps people expand and use with all the tools available. So like you, you're going to, inter to international, you can pitch your uh, website services in on the United States and you can make more money. So how do you develop that mindset to just, okay, I'm not going to stay small, I'm going to grow. Okay, so the first thing that we have to do, Hugo, is cry. We <laughs> cry, we cry until we have no more tears in our eyes. You know, you take that little heart of yours and you squeeze it real hard, like a squeezing a line. Yeah. And then once there's no more tears in there, you dry your face and then you start uh, brainstorming for ideas. What are other people doing? You start reading. And this is important of also being a reader being aware of what's going on around you all the time and so you get inspired what are other people are doing how are other people surviving and out of the environment that you see then you pick an idea that is good for you uh, for example how do you get into podcasting you got into podcasting because you saw other people podcasting exactly yeah. podcasting was not your invention you saw other people doing it and you say, why not me, right? That's how you got into it. Yes. And that's all the business that you see out there. The entrepreneur saw somebody else doing it, and they say, why not me? Exactly. I can offer the same product or even better, or I can do it with a different twist to offer my personality, and they did it, okay? And now that business, whatever it is, maybe it's no longer available. So... We have to go through the same process. What else is out there? And what? Yeah. how can I contribute? And, and that's how we do it. You, you cry first, you, you drain your sorrows, and then you look for solutions. Exactly. But there's one thing that uh, when I talk with people, and you, let's say, let's say for example, I want to start something, but I know that, that something's already done, but I can, like you say, I can make it better, I can change some twist. But there's a lot of people that say, they don't want to start this kind of stuff because it already exists. So they want to wait for the, the, the new idea. They want to wait for something that has never happened. So how do you change that? Because something that never happens, maybe it's, it's already done, but you don't know. So people think they're like genius and they wait and they wait, they're sitting down for the big idea, for the next idea, for something that has never happened. So how, how, how can you push those people to just copy something and make it better? Okay, so Hugo, I, I have a very big anger against this idea. I, whenever I tell people I'm going to do this, let's say the website development business, one of the questions that I got is how are you going to differentiate yourself? <laughs> how are you going to be unique? Yeah. You know what, Hugo? When your dentist went to dentist school, your dentist didn't think, how am I going to be unique doing this root canal? <laughs> when your accountant went into accounting school, exactly. he cannot say, how can I use my creativity? Exactly. You know, a creative accountants can make a lot of money, but they also go to jail for exactly. their creativity. Exactly. So we have, uh, so we don't have to be unique. We just have to Say, this is what I want to do yes. and do it. And then over time, you find different play, different ways in which you differentiate yourself, in which you can improve. But the major thing to do is to get started. Yes. And don't worry about being different than anybody else. Don't be uh, different. Imagine 
if uh, nobody else go to accountancy because there are already 20,000 accountants in the world. Exactly. If there are already 20,000, why am I going to become an accountant? Why am I going to become a, an attorney if there is already 50,000 uh, attorneys out there? Everything is taken, but there is also place for one more. Good, but this is, I'm also tired of that mindset that people are want, when you have an idea as an entrepreneur, they always say, well, what, what's going to make you different? I think that doesn't matter. If you become better, you become, if you have something unique, people would, would see it, but it doesn't matter. You will find your unique, you will find something that unique after when you do it, something like, okay, maybe I do this, I'm doing this differently, but a lot of people just stop. They don't even want, as soon as they get that, how are you going to be different? They stop doing anything. So you have to get past over that mindset, which brings me to podcasting because podcasting, there's a lot of podcasters. So you start your own show because you wanted to do it. You wanted to interview entrepreneurs, a financial person. There's a lot. So I just want to, what, what are the big lessons that are you doing podcasting right now? You're interviewing people before and right now? Yes, I'm interviewing people. I'm about to publish a podcast in about two hours. Good. Uh, so you're interviewing people during this crisis. What are the biggest, uh, advices that giving you are they are they seeing this as an opportunity or are they seeing this as something bad well you know people see this from different point of view so of course all of us are going through a period of fear and uncertainty okay yes. but we also have a responsibility as entrepreneurs as uh, thought leaders we have to show our ways it's, imagine uh, Hugo that you have two or three kids in your house and they're looking up to you, okay? Are you going to tell your kids, I'm afraid, I don't know what to do? No, you're gonna show the example. I'm going to, we're gonna get, we are going to get through this. We're going to be able to survive and we're going to be able to thrive, exactly. to get better and better. So you are a podcaster, you have a responsibility to show leadership and to show the example and to provide a, a light of hope to everyone and same as me you know i write a blog post weekly and my message is a message of resilience endurance yes. hope and we have to help each other and we as we are in the limelight we have to provide that help no matter how we feel if we feel afraid we have to show courage exactly so i guess all the high people high successful people that you interview right now they always see this as an opportunity so that's those kind of people that have the mindset they know that this stuff happens it happens before it will happen in the future so they already know how to that this is a time to of opportunities right opportunity or resilience we have to endure it we have to yeah we as a uh, civilization we have gone through this many times in the past yes. you know it's yes. been it's been a long time since the last time we had a pandemic but we have been to this many times and we have survived all those previous times so we are going to survive again exactly so just to finish this live i just want to ask you you almost are almost around 135 podcasts available which is congrats and that's a lot but i just want to ask you what are the biggest lessons that you have learned so far about podcasting um being uh, uh resilience is one of the biggest lessons uh I have been doing 130 
to 134 podcasts. Yes. And sometimes, Hugo, to be honest, I feel tired. You know, <laughs> I feel like, wow, it's one o'clock in the morning and I would like to publish this tonight. And maybe I could let it go for another two days, you know. Uh -huh. But there is that resilience that we have to continue going. If we make a commitment to our audience, then we have to uh, be accountable to that audience. So if okay. I if I told my audience on Monday you're going to have a podcast, then on Monday they're going to have a podcast. Exactly. That's what you have to do. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alien. It was a great, I really love the, the part when you say, who cares about being different, unique, I mean, who cares about uh, this already exists, just do it. So that, that also, I, I also think that people should just do whatever they want to do and just make it better. How many photographers are out there? And I think <laughs> photographers. How many podcasters are out there? There's, yeah. uh, there's already one million podcasts already. So, but there's space for one million and one. And that could be our next listener. Oh, wow. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate that. Love hey, man. Thank you. Nice to Thank you so much for listening until then. I greatly appreciate uh, if you can leave a review, a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, that would be appreciated. This will help grow the podcast, and I hope you enjoy it, and see you on the next show.